Hey everyone, welcome to Nice to Meet You. I'm your host, Simone, and this is a podcast about conversations with friends and strangers where we talk about life and lessons learned along the way. Today we have with us Michelle, and I know this is everybody's least favorite question, but tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I can't believe you answered. No, I'm kidding. Okay, <laughs> um, okay well, I, I'm Michelle. My passion my whole my passion my entire life has been dance um but now you know I'm mostly into event planning as a career how did you get into that it kind of got into me (laughs) like (laughs) you know I went to school for public relations and uh in doing that a lot of my courses required me to plan events like around the school and I realized you know I like that and so kind of developed into something that I like to do right now I'm not where I want to be because I'm doing event planning for lawyers like stuffy old lawyers and I would really love to do celebrity events what kind of like what would be the perfect event that you would plan like (gasps) your most like something that you really wanted to like put yourself into I've always wanted to do a launch party Okay. Yes. Cool, cool. Like for like an album, like for an album. Ooh, yeah, an album or even something like um like a line. Like even okay. like something like a clothing line. Yeah. But I've always liked the idea of a launch because it's so a lot a launch party could be anything. You could have anything going on. Yeah. There. So yeah, that's my dream. Cool, cool. Event. Um, so like where did you grow up? Like <laughs> grew up in the DMV. Grew up in the DMV. But my are we allowed to cuss on here? Yeah, yeah. You didn't say anything. Like. Oh, I was good. I always say my my. I'm from the DMV, but my parents are country as hell. <laughs> so that was the cuss word you chose. No, I was gonna say another cuss word, but I won't say that one. Um, so, uh, like, while I don't know, I think like I'm in touch with the DMV lingo and things like that, but the whole. I don't know. I think it's like equal parts DMV culture and then country ass culture. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, and I, I I grew up my whole life. I like grew up training for dance. So my whole life, I thought I was gonna be a dancer, but then you know life hits you in the face. Yeah. Where did you want to dance when you were younger? Um, I don't think I had a set goal. I always just wanted to. Um, after I graduated high school moved to California and just keep auditioning until I made it. Um, but some stuff happened, you know, like... What kind of things? <laughs> well, <laughs> um, not only did, like, you know, my parents say, like, okay, you need to develop a concrete career choice, but I think my relationship played a huge impact on why I didn't take that leap. Like your relationship with um, your girlfriend? Yeah, okay. not my current girlfriend. Oh, okay. Um, but, you know, I wanted to stay with her. Yeah, I that... didn't want to <laughs> leave her, you know, and yeah. she had a very conservative way of looking at life. Um, and I just wanted to coincide with that. Yeah. So. I remember you tweeting, like, a little bit ago about, like, never making decisions based on someone else. Yes. Yo, I felt that. Oh. I was, like, in my soul. Because like, literally my whole life up until, Jesus. <laughs> like, six minutes until, ago. Like, yeah. <laughs> until about 15 minutes ago. I, I made a lot of decisions based off of people I was dating. I, I've or, done that, too. you know, my family. Mm-hmm. And please, y'all, please don't do that. Like, 
It's like the worst thing you could do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, seriously, I think so. It's the worst thing you could do. Yeah, I feel you on that. So, um, usually ask this question a little bit earlier, but um, I always ask people, how did we meet? In high school. <laughs> Even though I feel like we didn't talk much in high school. Yeah, I feel like we were in the same gym class. Maybe freshman year is like sometimes in the morning, sometimes in the oh, afternoon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, hold on. We were in another class. To- English? Yeah. In English? We were in that together? I think. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I feel like we had, like, the same social circles. We just never really yeah. hung out. Oddly enough. Yeah. So I guess next I have, like, just some questions. Um, I can either pick them or you can, you know, pick a number and then I'll ask you a question. Either way you want to do that. Well, okay. My lucky number is 24. 24. Yeah, there's 24. <gasps> okay, let's do 24. <laughs> That's a, I feel like most people have, like, lower numbers for lucky numbers. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> Were you, like, 24. born on the 24th or something? Yeah. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. My well, favorite number is three. My first lucky number is 24. Second is 12. Were you born in December? 12, 12 is actually, like, <laughs> lucky for me. Okay. I, I can't explain it. And when I think the number is 12, good things happen. So. Okay. Yeah. I fuck with it. <laughs> um, so 24 is how would you describe yourself to people who don't know you? Like, okay, so, like, somebody who doesn't know me is saying, hey, describe yourself yeah, like, to me. Yeah. Um, I think I'm... This is hard. Uh, <laughs> I would say I'm goofy. Uh, very silly. Um, I'm goal-oriented. I don't think I'm an abstract person at all, actually. I'm very, like, to the point. I like concrete answers concrete results measurable results i guess that like leads into like you wanting to plan things yeah like no like do you have to i guess do you go with the flow at all or is like your night to be like very structured i have a hard time going with any type of flow (laughs) (laughs) like you know i like i'm a planner i like to plan um but i think there's like two my personality if, if someone's meeting me for the first time they would never guess this i think i don't think so either i, I would <laughs> guess that you were like very like go with the flow like okay we're doing this like yeah, let's go <laughs> that's not me but i mean like on the surface yeah I, I i would go ahead and say that i'm a i'm a silly goofball okay <laughs> so uh 12 now i guess i'll go to that one next okay um would you mind if your partner didn't wear their wedding ring um i was actually just talking my girlfriend about this are you guys thinking about getting married well <laughs> i don't know well, i mean of course it's the well i don't want to say of course that's the goal because i have a whole nother opinion on that you know people who say oh why are you dating if the goal isn't marriage yeah like maybe to learn about yourself and the other person i don't know but anyway yeah. so um back to the to the question um where i mean we want to get married um, we haven't like made plans to get married, but we would like to get married. But um, I've always said that like an engagement ring isn't really important to me. Okay. Like you know, Jay Z and Beyonce already stole this concept. But like having a tatted yeah. ring is I've always that's always appealed to me. But if my partner didn't wear their ring, if we had rings, um, that would bother me a little bit. Why would it bother you? Um. 
Because it's like, why aren't you wearing your ring? It depends. If they were like a construction worker or something and they don't want a, their ring to fall off or, you know, they don't want something to happen to it, that's one thing. But if like they're just going to their desk job and slipping <laughs> their ring off, you yeah. know, and leaving it on the the dresser, like what you, what you doing? I think part of marriage is you're a team. There's a reason why athletes wear jerseys like that are on the same team is so they they can identify one another like oh, that's a good, that's you know good, yeah. you're part of their team and i think that's part of the marriage i see you know? for me i always like say like so for me i don't know if i would wear my wedding ring always because i feel like i'm just prone to losing things like i don't usually wear jewelry like um I've, like, dated guys who wear more earrings than I do, like, on average. Like, so, so, you know, um, that would be, like, my reason for, like, I don't want to, like, lose it. Well, but, yeah, that's, I mean, that's exciting. (laughs) The fact that you're giving a reason, you know, I think makes it okay. But if it's just like, oh, you're just slipping exactly. off. Like, what are you doing? Like, Why are you being shady? (laughs) Did you want to marry me or not? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay, so I guess we can move on to the next question. Um, do you want to pick another number or are you just like now are we going with the blow now I'm going to stop planning <laughs> let's try something new <laughs> um, let's see do you believe in closure no it's a false concept really when someone breaks up with you you don't need closure you just need to accept that y'all are broken up it's kind of like I hate to take it this far but this is this is what I thought in my head my first serious breakup when someone passes away you develop your own sense of closure why do you need another type of clo- when someone breaks up with you you need to consider them dead Jesus yeah you do that's the only way you're gonna heal and so I think that you use those same mechanisms that you use to deal with grief with breakups or anything else that ends but like for me that's kind of weird because like they're not dead and like what if you like see them around and like mm-hmm. no they're dead <laughs> you have to delete all the pictures you need to stop following them on social media those mutual friends that y'all that's another thing mutual friends are not all mutual friends they're always someone else's friends first mm-hmm. to me you gotta leave them behind too have you experienced that like where you had to like just like cut off like friends that like yeah. you really cared about because oh uh, mm, of a, well it wasn't dramatic like but um yeah okay. yeah i did have to i that's i would not have healed if i didn't yeah so have you ever broken up with someone yeah <laughs> how was how did that go i don't think i've ever well actually happened um, <laughs> i broke up with someone this was back in high school i broke up with my boyfriend at the time a boyfriend yeah (laughs) (laughs) yo imagine that like okay so i'm like since you're like a lesbian i'm like thinking like he's like you're like i'm gay and he's like really you're gonna use that excuse like (laughs) and that's the thing that wasn't even that's not even what uh the reason oh my gosh this is funny and so ironic do you remember that um kairos trip we went on yeah okay (laughs) so after the trip right I basically called him and was like, I'm trying to like restructure and grow my relationship with God. So, you know, I can't, I can no longer be in this relationship. But it's crazy because like a year later, (laughs) I was like with my 
the next person who was a girlfriend. Yeah. And we were, you know, like in this Catholic school that didn't agree with homosexuality. But anyway. So was yeah. that your first girlfriend? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that was my first. Not the first girl I was attracted to, of course, but yeah, my first girlfriend. Um, and I felt really, I really liked him. Like, you uh-huh. know, I liked him. He was cool. He was just a dude. <laughs> um, <laughs> he just so, had the wrong parts. <laughs> yeah, it did hurt to break up with him because I liked him. So would you ever reach out to him, like, and catch up? Or? Um, yeah, because he's a cool person, and I, and I truly think that he's no longer attracted to me. <laughs> so I think that it would... Tr- I feel like he would be a good friend, actually. But, yeah. So, like, going back to closure... Do you feel like, I mean, like, eventually you can reach back out? Or is it, like, they have to be, like, or is it, like, oh. just, like, in the healing process? Or, like, do you have I to? That's what you're saying. Um, I think that that situation is a little bit different because the circumstances are a bit different. Yeah. Like, I... A majority of the time, I would tell people, no, don't reach back out to your ex. It's just not good news. But I genuinely, in my heart, believe that he is not attracted to me. (laughs) And, you know, I'm not attracted. It's a mutual, like, I don't know. I just feel like there's nothing there. Yeah, I see, I see. But most of the time, when people reach deep down inside themselves and ask, you know, why are you contacting your ex? The answer is always... I miss what we had or I really don't want a friendship I really just want an opportunity to be around them and to know what they're doing true true so this year um two people that I like stopped talking to for a while like reached back out to me and it was like everything was like good and like you know like we paved over that ground so it's like I just feel like I want to pave over everything Mm -hmm. so Hmm. yeah I mean In my opinion, I feel like no communication isn't necessarily bad communication. True. But that's just... That's just me. Um, So... When did you know your sexuality? I usually only ask this to straight people, but... Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so I have, like, a vivid memory, actually, of, like, the first time I really... I don't know how this story is about to come off, but here we go. <laughs> um, okay, so back in elementary school, I won't say any names, but there was a girl, and she... I can't believe I'm saying this. Okay, there was a girl. She was really good at basketball, and I used to get feel... <laughs> I used to get feelings when... Okay, so she was a very aggressive individual. In retrospect, I think she had anger issues, but... <laughs> Like, when she would, like, lose or, like, there was, like, a lot of foul play or something, she would get really aggressive and mad and, like, slam the ball around and stuff like that. And it made me feel things. (laughs) Like, I, you know. Now, I think I know what those feelings were, but it just made me interesting. So, what, like... Like, I guess looking back at that, like, what took so long to, like, get to the point where you did, like, you're just like, all right, man, I'm gay. Like, what's up? Well, my parents, like I said, like, they're very, like, old school Southern parents. And I knew that if I, you know, were to tell them that I like girls or I'm having these feelings toward girls, they would disapprove. 
And actually, that is what happened. Well, my dad, I mean, he was kind of chill about it. But my mom, our relationship has not been the same since. And I always tell people, your parent, you do not need to disclose your sexuality to your parents until you're about to get married and start a family. Why do your parents need to know who you're fucking? Yeah. They don't need to know that. Yeah, I feel like we should all just keep that separate. Yeah, I don't why even are know people you're fucking coming either. out to their parents? <laughs> <laughs> they, do straight people say, okay, do straight girls say, all right, I'm, t- I'm taking dick? Like, no, <laughs> they don't. So I, I, I've never under, well, I guess I did understand it one time, that's why I came out to them. But if I could do things over, I would not have come out. How would you handle that? Like, um, I guess trying to date but also, like, not, like, coming out to them? Would it just be, like, one day, okay, like, you just show up with, like, a girlfriend and it's, like, they just know? Or, like, would you, like, keep that completely out the house? I would just tell them that the girl was a friend or something, honestly. Yeah. Because I don't think they would have suspected anything. Yeah. Because... Southern, they're just like, oh, yeah. just, like, best friends. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So. So when did you come out to your parents? Um, when I got my first girlfriend, okay. um, I kept like going to places with her and things like that. And my mom eventually was like, okay, so like, like, who is she? Does she go to your school? And I was like, no, cause she didn't, <laughs> um, you know, and she was like, oh, I don't want this girl to be a bad influence to you, blah, blah, blah. So then eventually I was just like. I, you know, I really love her, and this is my, that's my girlfriend. It was a mess. Did your mom cry? Yeah. Oh, God, that's so hurtful. She tried to do, like, a ritualistic thing. Yeah. Like a spell? No, like, like, you know, like, you know, she placed her hands on my head and was just like, you know, Lord Jesus. (laughs) Oh, my God. This child. That just sounds, like, really hard to handle. Yeah, it's a lot. I eventually moved out and moved with my dad because he was, like, you know, more, I guess, accepting of it. So. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, like, trying to think of a question to ask, and I'm just like, that's that's a lot to take in. It's a, it's a lot to take in. I mean, but that's the, that's the reality for a lot of people who are not straight. So... I say all this to say, your parents do not need to know your sexuality. <laughs> Next question. I guess we can stick on, like, relationships are kind of here. Okay. Um, so if you cheated on your partner and you're only planning on doing it once, would you tell them? Only planning on? What kind of shit is that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm only planning on. Um, well, I mean, it's like you cheat and then it's just like, all right, well, like, I'm not going to do that again. Like, this is just like one time stepped out, back in the house, you know, not going back outside. Um, I think that if you're thinking about cheating on your partner, you should talk to your partner about it. I don't think, I don't think anyone should cheat on their partners. So I think as soon as you have that thought, you need to have a conversation with your partner because something's going on. Either you're not attracted to your partner or you want to adventure out. If you want to venture out, maybe you shouldn't be in the relationship. I don't know. Do you believe in like open relationships? No. No, that was judgmental. (laughs) Jesus. Wait. (laughs) No, I didn't mean to say ill, but like, it's just why. I just feel like, first of all, STDs are a thing. And I'm not saying people are fucking without getting tested, but people are fucking without getting tested. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. So, I don't know. I just, do y'all. 
I wouldn't do it. Um, what are like your reservations with that? Uh, I just want the option to build with someone and to grow with someone. You can't do that if you know y'all are just with everybody. I don't think people realize that. I don't know. I think people think they're immune to like getting STDs. I truly think that. Like, you know those Twitter posts about like, oh, if she does this, I'm going in raw. I'm like, you know the... (laughs) I have not seen that one. People like to joke, or I don't know if they're joking or not, about like going in raw, like regarding sex. And I'm just like, you guys must think that you just have this immunity to to STDs and people are so concerned about oh I'm on the pill it's fine I'm on the pill okay yeah that covers pregnancy but the pill doesn't stop HIV the pill doesn't stop AIDS like herpes yeah. like, like come on now I just think people aren't careful enough to be out here you know <laughs> having an open relationship yeah um so but like if you did cheat would you tell your partner or would you like oh that was the question wasn't it well yeah we got a little off track but like um yeah but see it's hard to say you know what I'm saying yeah unless I I would like to I'm gonna go ahead and say yes (laughs) (laughs) I'm like (laughs) I feel like that's tough honestly because like it destroys like it's like I'm putting sand on a sandcastle you know and then like trying to like build up that wet sand again it's just like that's that's a lot of like rebuilding but also that's like a thing it's like is it the guilt like because when you're telling them it's like i'm getting rid of the guilt for myself but then like i'm destroying the trust in you but at the end of the day even if you don't tell them you're lying to them yeah so you're hurting them either way (laughs) so i mean but what you don't know can't hurt you Mm -hmm. is that that's how they say it right uh, (laughs) <laughs> I mean, again, like I said, it's going to wear on you. And I think the universe has a way of bringing everything out in the light anyway. That's true. So whether you tell them or whether karma tells them. That's true. They're going to know. Mm-hmm. That's why I take L's publicly. <laughs> That's why I take L's publicly. <laughs> I was thinking to myself, like, well, what is that regarding? But then I was like, it applies. Like, whatever happens, it applies. <laughs> like, um, I guess, like, with my friends, like, you know, like, when I take an L, I'm just like, look, guys, this happened. <laughs> I think that might be a slight problem with our generation. We don't like to take L's publicly. Yeah. So everyone's walking around saying that, you know, they're perfect. And then, you know, yeah. people are wondering, why am I not perfect? Yeah, I'll be like the first one to admit that I have a flaw about myself. Wait, that's how it works. Okay, never mind. That was, that was really, that was really circle. Um, but yeah, let's um, move on to the next question. Um, let's move into another sector. Um, what's your drink of choice? Um, okay, so I don't know what this drink is called, but it's uh, vodka, cranberry juice, and orange juice. They mix those? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I just have to ask for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But it's called something. Because I remember I told a co-worker that that's my drink of choice. And she was like, oh, that's called a... And then I don't remember. How did you start drinking that? Um, Crystal. Shout out to Crystal. She was <laughs> my co-worker when I worked um, at a retirement community. And we used to go out to bars together. And um, That's interesting. The- <laughs> really? <laughs> I mean, um, <laughs> working in a retirement community. Like, what did you do there? Front desk. Oh, okay. I was yeah. like, were you like working like with old people? They'd be like, all right, guys, see you later. No. Like, these bars, like, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, but like, this is back when like I didn't really go to bars like that for real, for real until um, I met her. But anyways, I was at the bar. I didn't know what to order, and she was like, order vodka and orange juice and cranberry juice, and I tasted it and rocked my world. True, <laughs> true. I'm not a big fan of mixed drinks, honestly. Really? Yeah, I like. Well, my drink of choice, Cabernet Sauvignon. Um, okay. Red wine, dry, you know, bitter. It, or an IPA. What, you have such um, experienced taste. Yeah, acquired, <laughs> acquired Acquired, ones. acquired, <laughs> yes, acquired. That's the word I was thinking of. Yeah, when I'm, like, with friends at bars and they're like, oh, let me taste your drink. I'm like, you probably don't want to. But I will <laughs> let you, like, it's like taste it but i'm sure like you won't like it well that, this doesn't surprise me though because you're very into food and drinks yeah if i drink a wine it's gonna be white and sweet moscato that's yeah. everybody's go-to moscato. <laughs> um what's your ideal saturday um my ideal saturday would be like to go to multiple dance workshops all day wow um that would be my dream saturday but realistically speaking because that would take a lot of coins. Um, How much do they cost? It depends. You mm-hmm. can find a dance workshop for like five bucks. Okay. But then you could find like really, really great dance workshops for like over 40 bucks. Wow. Is there so, like a troupe that you can join or something? Yeah. I mean, there's dance troops out there. There's like, I guess dance uh what is the word i'm thinking of? it'll come to me later on but yeah there are things like that that you can join you just have to find the one that's right for you mm-hmm. yeah um but that would be my dream saturday to be honest true true what type of dance do you like to do the most wow such a hard question i'm gonna go ahead and say jazz because mm-hmm. jazz is such a huge genre um yeah, I was yeah. thinking, like, what does that look like? Because, you know, like, I know, like, hip-hop, ballet, like, those are, like, the very, like, yeah, obvious but, styles mm-hmm. of dance. But Jazz is, like, jazz could be anything to, like, uh, what's a good example of jazz? Um, is it, like, Alvin Ailey? That's more contemporary. Okay. Jazz, jazz is such a huge category. How do I describe jazz? I, the best way I can describe it right now, right here... Have you watched any of Paula Abdul's videos? Paula Abdul? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. <laughs> Back in the day, she was hitting it. And, like, her style of dance, I really like that style of dance. It okay. incorporates, like, technical dance with certain abstract and sometimes hip-hoppy movements. And I enjoy that. I also like Broadway. I'm okay. dancing. Have you ever been in any musicals or anything? Not like, you know, professional musicals. (laughs) Like when you were younger, like school productions? High school. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Six Flags, of course. Huh? Wait, 
Oh. What? Well, you were like a dancer at Six Flags? Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. I had no clue what you did at Six Flags. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was like one of those like annoying dancers with the head piece. Yeah. Everybody get on your feet. (laughs) Yeah. Did you enjoy that? Yeah, that was fun. Um, You don't get paid a lot. (laughs) So, yeah, but it was fun. I really liked it. Would you ever become a dance instructor? Yeah, I've instructed. I've been a dance instructor. So like little, little dancers. Mm -hmm. And I would do it again, actually. I actually want to start my own dance team. Oh, that's cool. Like a neighborhood dance team. Yeah. Um, but that's... Shout out to the dancers out there. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of... I don't want to say a lot of work, because I don't mind putting in work. But there's clearances that you have to... Okay. Because I don't want it to be, like, an adult dance team. I want to, like, reach out to, like, you know, school-age dancers and, like, help them and mentor them and stuff. So... Okay. Yeah. So do you like working with kids better or adults? Kids. Oh, really? Adults suck. I'm kidding. No, it's just I I, I don't know. I enjoy helping. I enjoy helping where needed. And a lot of times they they need it. They want someone to teach them new things. They're more eager. They're more willing. Um, More open, I guess. More Yeah, more receptive. So, yeah, I've always enjoyed working with kids. What kind of programs did you work with when you were... Well, I worked at a dance performing arts camp okay. in high school. And then after that, I just worked at normal dance studios. Okay. Um, so that was cool. I liked it. That sounds fun. I wish I could dance. I wish I could, like, take dance classes. Like, I took you a hip-hop can. class in <laughs> college, and I really enjoyed that. But it also took a ballet class. I actually took a lot of dance classes in college. There you go. Um, <laughs> But, like, it's hard to find them. Like, I have no idea where to look. Like, how do you Literally, if you literally just go to Google dance workshops, dance classes. But Uh also, you want to look at studios in your area because a lot Mm -hmm. of times they have different level, like intermediate, beginner classes, advanced classes. Okay. So, that's a good place to start. Okay. Um, I'll have to check that out because I'm definitely interested. Mm -hmm. Another way of cardio, you know. It's dance is really good cardio. (laughs) (laughs) Um, all right, let's move on to the next question. Um, are you religious? Um, I wouldn't say so. I believe in God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, why were you religious at all, like, ever? Or, like, yeah, yeah. kind of fell out of it? Um, my mom uh, grew up in the church. She's Baptist. Um, my oh, dad. Boy. Uh, yeah, so that uh, that explains a lot right there. <laughs> I grew up in the church, um, and then I didn't really like deviate from that until after high school. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like weirdly enough that like, a lot of people that we went to school with aren't religious like anymore. I think it's just because we've had enough. No, I'm kidding. High <laughs> school like, got was enough a lot. Religion. Like going to a Catholic high school, it yeah. was a lot. It was a lot. Like. You know, the whole idea of, like, not using contraception. I think that was where a lot of people fell off the train right there. (laughs) Who, bitch, because I'm not getting pregnant. Like, yeah, yeah, a lot of the Catholicism teachings are are just a lot, especially for a teenager. Mm -hmm. So, Yeah, I was never Catholic. I honestly, like, don't remember that much about, like, Catholic religion. Like, I guess... 
that failed. Um, <laughs> are you are you religious in general? Um, not really. Honestly, I'm like more of a I guess spiritual person. That's what they say now. That's what the kids say now. All the cool kids are saying. Um, I used to go to church like every Sunday with my parents, but like after they were like after I went to college, basically I just stopped going to church. Because, like, I didn't have to go anymore. It's like, I don't know. It feels like, you know, I was forced to do this for so long that it's like now I'm just like, I can't I can't do this anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, I do go to church now, actually. But it's not m- as much about, like, as a relationship with God as it is about, like, growth, like, personal growth and, like, learning about myself. Because the church that I go to, it, like, it's secular enough that you can use those teachings even if you don't, like, believe in God. Mm-hmm. So. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I've been saying that I want to find a church that works for me. But I think that, like, my childhood experience of church still tugs on me. Mm-hmm. When I go to a church, you know, I'm expecting, like, the full-blown gospel choir and, like, you know, the the traditional church. So I think that I like, have to separate that from what I actually need mm-hmm. from a church. Do you, like, read the Bible and everything? Is that, like... Or do you just, like, believe in God? I... Okay. <laughs> and I know God. And I have the Bible app. Do mm-hmm. I use it every day? No. But it's there. It's there. <laughs> it is there, y'all. <laughs> it's so. taking up space on my phone. So <laughs> I mean I do I do want to grow a relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Like I want to grow closer to God. What does God look like to you? Um I think I don't think God is a physical thing. I truly think that God is the universe, if that makes sense. I feel that. Mm -hmm. I really do. So, I think that when we grow closer to God, we essentially learn how to be the best version of ourselves and develop a relationship with the universe if that makes sense Mm -hmm. how do you think that like looks for you right now like as far as like getting closer to (laughs) the universe everything (laughs) getting ready for the hard hitters right here Um, (laughs) what does that look like for me I think I need to meditate more I think I need to read more books on spirituality I checked out two Mm-hmm. two books <laughs> that's I, I don't know I gotta do better in that aspect because I think that if you're gonna um, say that you're more of a spiritual person than a religion religious person that requires some reading and studying too yeah so I think I need to work on that do you think um, astrology plays into like yeah. your belief system also yeah I'm also trying to master that I'm trying to like because I want to start doing birth chart readings. Which sounds really fun. Oh but my god, I should have I should have gotten your birthday before this episode. Oh. I could have given you one. <laughs> like a live birth chart reading. That would have been really fun. <laughs> but um next yeah. time, right? <laughs> I think people's birth chart because your birth chart is essentially the position of everything in the sky the moment you were born. Mm-hmm. And I just think that there has to be something to that. And it's crazy because another thing I've learned is you'll never see your same exact birth chart 
for another like 250 years or something like that and it made me think of reincarnation because mm-hmm. I, I was see. like yeah ah, wait a minute so that's cool so does that mean like you're like one of a kind or is it like mm-hmm. okay I was gonna ask because like you're one of a kind like, for another 200 something years okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah because I was so. thinking like people who are born at like the same time as you like on the same day is mm-hmm. like does that mean like you're the same type of person or like mm-hmm. how does that come into it there's something now a large part of your birth charts will resemble each other mm-hmm. but there's something in those charts maybe Saturn was doing something different or yeah. something was different so it's just little tweaks that make differences on who each person is like there's a placement of your birth chart that dictates what trait like how you look so and it actually at first I was like that's bullshit like, <laughs> it actually it's from what I've seen it's true because okay. yeah. I actually I've, I've read a birth chart before and I was like wow that's so true but it's like also I'm like can somebody else read this and be like oh my god that's so true about me mm, so yeah. that's what confuses me I think the thing that attracts me mainly to it are the concrete answers that a birth chart can give you like, a lot of times you'll read someone's birth chart and you'll be like, um, let's see, do you feel like you have throat or esophagus issues a lot in your life? And they'll be like, yeah. And it's like, oh, you have Taurus in your sixth house or something like uh, that. So, I don't know. The things like that interest me the mm-hmm. most. So, do you read horoscopes a lot also? No. Or is that, like, that's a completely different thing? I, the, like, it's not completely different. It just more aligns with predictive astrology, mm-hmm. um, which I'm not really into, predictive okay. astrology. But another thing is your horoscopes are based off of your rising sign, not your sun sign. And most people are looking for their sun sign in a horoscope, so it's wrong anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes they, like, I don't know. It's a lot for me, honestly. Because, like, okay, <laughs> it is, like, it's a it, lot. It, it is. Um, for me, it's, like, I'm, like, a very, like, go-with-the-flow type of person. So, like, reading something that's going to, like, tell me about myself, I'm just, like, <laughs> I don't know. You know, it's, like, <laughs> it's, like, maybe I'm, like, looking for ways to, like, get around it or something. Like, <laughs> reading your chart would be so frustrating, I feel like. Like, I feel like I would say something, you'd be, like, I think so. I'm, like, okay, well, maybe this. Maybe that, too. Like, I, <laughs> like, <laughs> But that's interesting. I really do want to read your birth chart now, though. I'm interested, honestly. I would just need to know your birthday, your birth time, and your location. Okay. Um, all right, I'll, I'll share that with you. Okay. After. <laughs> um, so, is what, what am I doing? Let's move on to the next question, I guess. Um, is there a song or like a song lyric that you hold really close to your heart? There's a song. It's called Be Ever Wonderful. Who's that by? It's by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Okay. I probably and should know that then. The- <laughs> <laughs> black cards are You are black, Simone. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the first time I heard it was on my dad's radio. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, I really like the song. It's about being the best version of you, basically. Okay. Um, and one of the lyrics is, be ever wonderful, don't let the world change your mind. 
And I don't know. It's kind of cliche. But, but it plays into, like, what you were talking about earlier with, yeah. like, not letting people change who you are and, like, yeah. making decisions for yourself. Yeah. So I like that song. Plus, my dad is, like, a hardcore Earth, Wind, and Fire fan. <laughs> has like, he been the concerts and everything? Yes. And he has, like, the d- DVDs of the concert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So... It's like beehive before beehive. <laughs> what do you think that they that would be called? Like the earth, wind, and fire hive. Like what is this? the earth? The quakes. elements. <laughs> the elements. Yes. <laughs> it was part of the elements. <laughs> so how do you define success? When you reach um, a point in your life where you feel fulfilled and you feel happy. When you reach a point in your life where your income, where you get your income, uh, also makes you happy. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't also bring you money, but it brings you joy. I think that's when you have reached success. Do you think that it moves, though? Like, once you get to that place, it's like a moving target type of thing? Or do you think that one day you'll just, like, be, like, success? And, like, it'll just be, like, Nirvana or something? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a really good question the whole moving target theory mm-hmm. um no I, <laughs> <laughs> um that's kind of hard for me to say somebody else might say something different but for me mm-hmm. I feel like once I reach that point in my life you know I'll be like well this is it <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite story to tell um Okay, I'm just gonna choose this one because it's cute. It's hard to my favorite story. There's so many. <laughs> okay, well, this is a story of how I met one of my best friends, Danielle. Okay. I just listened to her episode of your podcast. <gasps> really? Oh yes. <laughs> You're listening to my podcast. Um. Okay. So, uh, where do I start? Okay. So, um, this is before we knew each other, and I was trying to go on a mission trip with our school mm-hmm. and don't ask me how I forgot the mission trip was that day but it was also um it was like that day in spirit week where you're supposed to dress up like in your church clothes <laughs> you remember that? that no like everybody dressed up like they were going to church or was it business casual day I forgot what it was called oh, I don't but remember that. <laughs> <laughs> well, for whatever reason I had on heels do I remember that Look, okay I don't know <laughs> I had on heels yeah and I was like I was like having a freak out session in front of the bus. The bus driver was like, can you get in the car? And I was like, I don't have tennis shoes. Like I can't go on this, I don't have anything. And so then Danielle, I guess she overheard me and she walks over and she's like, do you just want to wear my tennis shoes? And I was like, oh my God, like, I don't know you. Like, are you sure? And she was like, yeah, like just give me your heels. I'll wear your heels. That is such a Danielle thing to do. and um so I took the shoes I was like oh my god like oh my gosh she was like just you know give them back when when you see me I guess I was like thank you so much (laughs) and I don't know from then on like that's that's a good story (laughs) (laughs) if you had the money to splurge on one thing what would you buy it's a one not two I mean, like, yeah, what? You're going to be like, what you said, one? <laughs> um, okay. This, I don't know. So one, not two? 
<laughs> okay. So I don't know what this is about to say about me as a person. Mm-hmm. Uh, never mind. Because it, it's at this point of right now, not in the future, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> if, if I'm buying it right now, then never mind. Scratch what I just said. Okay, let's, let's do both. Let's do the right now first and the future. Okay. After. Right now, I would splurge on... Um, I mm, at this very moment I probably splurge on a car because my car it doesn't even have to be a really nice car it's just my car is about to break down so oh, okay so, <laughs> so I should probably spend it on that but um the first thought was a dance studio oh that's so a good that, one yeah so that I could always like you know I could start doing what it do yeah now if I was in the future so future me I would invested on like having a baby okay you know for us lesbians it's hard yeah <laughs> i mean you could just like go the K- kalani approach is it, is yeah. it kalani is because K- sometimes <laughs> i feel like it's kalani but like i don't even think i'm not taking her approach <laughs> like i'm just reach not. out to that friend from um, <laughs> no i'm just not um yeah but either way you go it's it's um expensive because mm-hmm. adoption is also expensive yeah so. so would you want to have your own child or would you mind adopting a child? Um, if I could, I would do both. Um, but I've always said that all depends on, like, you know, my partner. I've always known that I want kids. Mm-hmm. So no matter what has to happen, I <laughs> want to steal kids. some kids. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would never steal someone's child. Um, but, I mean, of course I do want kids that are genetically mine uh-huh. one day did that ever like flip for you where you're like i don't want kids ever or like was it always like you're just like because i know that like i feel like i don't know some people a lot of people i feel like flip there have been points in my life when i was like i don't need kids <laughs> <laughs> um but i think it's always been consistent like you know even though i had those little itty bitty moments mm-hmm. i've always wanted kids was that hard, like, um, being a lesbian and being like, oh, I really want kids? Like, Yeah, it is. Know. Because, um, like, you know, my sisters have kids so easily. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I like how that sounds. <laughs> like, no, I'm serious. And I mean for it to come across that way. They, like, you know, it just happens for them. Yeah. And, um very fertile bunch yeah they're a (laughs) fertile bunch and it's just you know like wow like it's so easy for Mm y'all so how many like nieces and nephews do you have um one of my sisters has five the other one has four wow that is a big family (laughs) (laughs) i'm just saying they Yeah. I'm, I'm one of the flip-floppers. Like, if you had talked to me a year ago, I'd be like, yeah, I'm never having kids. Really? Like, yeah, I don't want them at all. Like, I would be good just without them. And now I'm kind of like, all right, I want, like, four. But, like... I, I, so you went from zero I, yeah. to four. Yeah, it's like, because, I don't know, I think it's really great, like, growing up with, like, siblings, and I want my kids to have, like, you know, like, camaraderie with each other. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I grew up with one sibling, so it's like I wish we had more of us. Oh, <laughs> like a little well, so that one wasn't enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's great. He's great now. He's argue all the time though. Um, but yeah, that's interesting. How are you as a sibling? Like, how would you say? How would you rate yourself as a sister? Oof, 
now, I think I'm like probably like a um, you like a scale of one to ten. Yeah, ten's the best. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm so conceited. I want to say ten for everything, but like, let me be honest. I'd say like I'm like an eight, seven, eight, seven and a half. Why you knock off points? Um, because I would say that we could hang out more. Like I could reach out to him to hang out more. Um, and I guess that that would be pretty much the only reason, like the quality time that like we would spend together. I think that that could be a little more. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he's younger. He's older. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. Oh, what threw me off is you said you could reach out to him a little bit more. Normally, it's the older sibling that feels like that. Okay. Well, I guess for me, like as a woman, I feel like the onus is always on us. Mm. So yeah. Wow, that says a lot. Because <laughs> I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, how would you rate yourself as a sibling? Considering my sisters don't like me, um, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I just, like. I mean, it is what it is. Um, Are you the youngest one? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Why don't they like you? Drama. Oh. Family drama. Mm-hmm. Um. I would say a five, though. Because, <laughs> I mean, while I know that it is what it is, I haven't really made any type of effort to grow, uh-huh. you know, or to Reach build on. the relationship. Yeah. yeah. Well, are they, like, full sisters or, like, half sisters? Half sisters. Okay, mm-hmm. that makes, I guess, a little bit more sense. I don't know. It's To me, I think that, like, your sister or your brother is supposed to be your sister or brother no matter what. Yeah. And I just... I don't know. It's like... Your siblings are kind of all you have in the end, you know? So I just think it's important to just not be petty with them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So do you have, like, are you connected to other parts of your family? Because I know you said, like, you and your mom aren't that close and, like, your sisters aren't that close. Well, I mean, my mom and I are not not close. It's just, like, the relationship is just kind of... Strained. Yeah, it's very strained. So sometimes I do feel like literally, where do I start with this? My whole life up until now, I'm only 23, (laughs) y'all. But my whole life I was always like, oh, I never want to like be in a position where my significant other is like literally my rock. Like, you know, that's all I have. But I do feel like it's there. Yeah. At the point I'm at. That's what's always scared me like about... Because it has been, at for me, at, like, points where it's just, like, oh, like, this is my best friend and also, like, my partner. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, you can't just have all your eggs in one basket, I feel mm-hmm. like. Because, yeah. Yeah. But my eggs are sitting in that basket, and <laughs> I feel like um, it is what it is. How did it get to the point where she became your rock? Um, I just realized that that's just what she is um she's we've been through like a lot together mm-hmm. um so she's seen me like at my worst um so and, and I've seen her at her worst and I just you know she's like literally my rock how long have you guys been dating uh five years oh, okay I thought that's what you said <laughs> or what I remember I don't know <laughs> yeah five years um and, like, at first, we both did not like each other. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. We did not like each other at first. And then, um, but I think those end up being, like, the best relationships. Yeah, because, like, you realize, like, literally, like, this 
person that has all these bad qualities and then you <laughs> learn to like them. Yeah. Um, and so, I don't know, the, the relationship kind of just grew organically because we were friends for a really long time. And then, um, I don't know, we weren't, that's another thing, we weren't very quick to say that we love each other, but very quickly we could tell that we loved each other. Yeah. Like, it was like a different type. It wasn't an obsessive type of love. Yeah. Like, a lot of relationships are. Um, it was just a... And now we're here. Yeah, now we're here. <laughs> so, I feel like, okay, when you, like, became, you know, like, you're in love with your girlfriend now, mm-hmm. um, did you feel like the love that you had before was, like, less valid? Or, like, is it... A different type of love or like yeah. does it make you feel like you've never been in love until you were in this love yeah okay. that's exactly how it feels actually when you analyze like your past relationships you realize okay that was not love mm-hmm. neither was that oh nope that definitely was not love um love shouldn't feel i think a lot of people confuse obsessive behavior with love mm-hmm. obsessive behavior is not love you should not feel obsessed with your partner and I'm not obsessed with her. Yeah. <laughs> and she's not obsessed. She's definitely not obsessed with me. <laughs> so, so I think that's it. It should feel like the person that you're meant to be with, you should feel like home when you're with them. You mm-hmm. should feel very comfortable, very relaxed, like you're not trying to be something that you're not. Yeah. You should be able to put your bonnet on. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> should be comfortable. Okay. Because I've always kind of felt that, like, like in past relationships, I'm like, I don't think I've ever been in love. Like, and I felt like, I don't know, I feel like that takes away, like, from someone who felt like they were in love with me, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's um, a good thing to think about for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's the deal breaker in a relationship for you? Um, there's so many. But what's the theme <laughs> one? Like, it's just like, all right, this is over. Like, um, what would Kayla have to do in order to, like, you're just like, I'm, I'm out. Like, oh, well, hold on. Those are two different. Kayla <laughs> has to do a lot for me to be like, I'm out. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. But someone who I just met and I'm going on the first date with, they can literally, like, move the wrong way. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, okay, so we'll, I'm going to go with the first date perspective. Okay. Um, well, I feel like you have to have something invested. So, like, maybe, like, <laughs> let's say, like, first three months, like. Oh. Um, being disrespectful to, just disrespect. Mm-hmm. Um, like, towards you or towards someone else? Or anyone, like, toward other people, toward me. I just feel like there's no reason for people to disrespect others. Mm-hmm. It makes me cringe. Like, I don't like things like people talking over people. Oh, it makes me so... It gives me anxiety. Like, I have to leave the room <laughs> when that happens. I hate that. Um, and, yeah, just... This goes for everyone. This is also a turn off, like, in potential friendships. Like, if I see someone is being rude to people for no reason, no. Yeah. Bye. Okay, cool. Um, so those are all the questions that I have for you today. Thank you for coming. Um, do you have any questions for me? <laughs>
Um, well, Simone, um, what is your ultimate goal? What do you think you're put on this earth to do? Um, that's tough. Currently, I feel like, I guess, like, um, among people, <laughs> I don't know how to say that. Where is this going? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, with my friends, I, like, to call myself the connector. Mm. Like, you went to, like, my half birthday brunch. It's just, like, a whole yeah. bunch of people that I just know from, like, just different places. I just bring them together and, like, you know, throw a party. So, like, I feel like right now my goal is to just bring people together um kind of like one of the reasons I wanted to start this podcast was because um I've learned so much about myself from other people that I wanted like a way that like people could find themselves like through other people you know like figure out like you know what they like about themselves like what things that they want to change just like Mm -hmm. you know like know that like I'm not the only one that feels this way so I think like that would be like my purpose is just yeah to like yeah bring people together and make sure people like make people feel less alone is what I would want to do that's beautiful thank you so do you often think about that aspect of yourself when you're thinking about the trajectory of your career or um my like I guess we would call it professional career Mm -hmm. not really because I work in economics Mm -hmm. but like you know like this podcast and everything and like just you know general like life things Mm -hmm. I do think about like that a lot I don't you know like I don't really consider like career but like more as like fun Mm -hmm. um but yeah so you really like economics a lot um I was good at it in school Mm -hmm. (laughs) so um I enjoy what I'm doing right now but I don't know if this is like the end goal it's a very interesting subject and everything um but I also majored in psychology so Mm. it's like yeah so wait you double majored yeah oh wow everybody says that I'm just like it wasn't that bad like psychology is a pretty like you know easy major to double with Mm -hmm. so yeah I just remember when I graduated college all my relatives were like yeah she's a double major and I'm just like guys (laughs) (laughs) well what how did the psychology come in why did you want to I've always found people interesting okay so it's just like trying to like understand myself and other people that Mm kind of just is what brought me to that and yeah economics because I needed a job so I was trying to stay in school so I was waiting for you to say something about the cooking Simone oh because you (laughs) you be chefing it up I I try and you love like trying new food yeah. yeah I haven't been cooking so much recently though like I don't know like I don't know. It feels like I'm, like, waiting to buy my own house to, like, really start, like, you really? know, so I can really start chefing. Like, yeah. Mm. Do you, so you feel like you're in your parents' way? Yeah, kind oh, of. Okay. And, like, I don't wash dishes, so I feel kind of bad about cooking. Um, <laughs> I'll wash the dishes, though. I'll cook you a meal. I will. I will. Like, I need a dishwasher if anybody's out there. Um, <laughs> wow, Simone. So you really just be leaving the pots on the stove? I mean, my dad's retired. I'm just like, you know what? He probably, you know... Oh he's great. He's great. <laughs> my dad, you know, he's great. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wow, look at look at your face. You're just like, okay, and I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like that is the one like household chore. I just like I really I really can't. What's your favorite household chore? <laughs> oh, you okay? <laughs> oh God. Um, shit. <laughs> Whew, um. 
I'm not domesticated at all. I'm sorry. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, it's interesting because, like, I wasn't... Actually, that's not true. I was more domesticated before I moved in with my girlfriend. So, so like, she does most of the housework now? No, it's still me. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, it's actually... I think it might be equal, equal parts. Mm-hmm. It's equal. Um, she cooks more than I do, I think. Um, but it was just easier for me to... Because, you know, when I lived at home, I would just keep my bathroom clean and keep my room clean. And I would cook a lot because I, I, you know... Mm-hmm. It's just me. I just have to worry about what I like yeah, to eat. Yeah, niggas gotta eat. <laughs> and so, so yeah, um, I feel like once you move into someone and you have to like incorporate, like intertwine your lives, mm-hmm. it's I don't know, shit gets hard. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Any other um, questions? Feel free to ask anything. I this is, see you had questions like written down. And like, <laughs> yeah, I always bring this on people at the end. Like, <laughs> um. You don't sing, do you? No. I mean, like, I do, <laughs> but do I do it well? So. Your reaction? <laughs> no. Maybe. A I mean, like, I, I, I dabble. I'm only I'm asking because you have a really great speaking voice. Thank you very much. I, I want to take singing lessons and stuff, but... Yeah, no, I, I, you know, I try to be really, like harmonize in the car, but like, I don't know how it sounds, you know? Because <laughs> you, it's naturally raspy. And then it's like, I mean, this might be because of last night. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, it is. Because if you listen to when your episode premiere is like, you're going to be like, wow. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to do all that, but like, you're, and then it's like, you have like a deeper voice. Mm-hmm. I just feel like if you just, I feel like you wouldn't even have to try hard if you wanted to take up singing. Okay. So, I'll have to look into that. <laughs> you should. You have a great voice. Thank you. I, would say, I just wanted to say that. Okay. I think that's it. I appreciate me. it. Okay. Um, well, again, I'd like to say thank you for coming and, you know, thank you for helping me start this. Um, how can people reach you if you want to be reached? Do you have anything that you, like, want to oh, plug in? Oh, well, first of all, this was fun. Um, but second of all... Uh, I have a podcast too. If you want to reach me, well, I hold on. <laughs> Reverse. <laughs> if not reach me, but if you want to listen to my podcast, go to Fun with Friends podcast on SoundCloud, and you can also follow me on Fun with Friends podcast on Instagram. Um, and if you do listen to the show and you have any suggestions for games, I should play please email askmichelleviola at gmail.com. Okay. Okay, also, I would like to mention a project that has been in the works for a very, very long time. Very, very long time. Very long. (laughs) It's called The Beyonce Experience. And it's a um, mock reality series of B stands who are um, competing to figure out who is Beyonce's biggest stand. I don't know where to direct them if they would like to audition or if they are interested in being a part. Yeah, me either. Um, we're working on it. We, um, yeah. we are working on it. Yeah, we are. Ask Michelle Viola. I don't know. Wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's fine. Okay. That's it. 
Um, all right, great. So again, you know, just thank you for having. Thank you for, for being having here. me. Thank you for inviting me. This was really yeah. fun. Um, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, for everyone at home, if you would like to follow the podcast, you can follow that on Twitter at NTMY Podcast. Um, and if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or just something that you want to share, you can direct those emails to ntmypodcast at gmail.com and subscribe on SoundCloud um, slash NTMY Podcast. So thanks for listening and see you guys next week.